Today in Security from Wired. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Today in Security from Wired. A widespread logic controller flaw raises the specter of Stuxnet. More than 120 models of Siemens S7-1500 PLCs contain a serious vulnerability, and no fix is on the way. By Lily Hay Newman. In 2009, the computer worm Stuxnet crippled hundreds of centrifuges inside Iran's Natanz uranium enrichment plant by targeting the software running on the facility's industrial computers, known as programmable logic controllers. The exploited PLCs were made by the automation giant Siemens and were all models from the company's ubiquitous, long-running Sematic S7 product series. Now, more than a decade later, Siemens disclosed recently that a vulnerability in its S7-1500 series could be exploited by an attacker to silently install malicious firmware on the devices and take full control of them. The vulnerability was discovered by researchers at the embedded device security firm Red Balloon Security after they spent more than a year developing a methodology to evaluate the S7-1500's firmware, which Siemens has encrypted for added protection since 2013. Firmware is the low-level code that coordinates hardware and software on a computer. The vulnerability stems from a basic error in how the cryptography is implemented, but Siemens can't fix it through a software patch because the scheme is physically burned onto a dedicated ATEC crypto-authentication chip. As a result, Siemens says it has no fix planned for any of the 122 S7-1500 PLC models that the company lists as being vulnerable. Siemens says that because the vulnerability requires physical access to exploit on its own, customers should mitigate the threat by assessing the risk of physical access to the device in the target deployment and implementing measures to make sure that only trusted personnel have access to the physical hardware. The researchers point out, though, that the vulnerability could potentially be chained with other remote access vulnerabilities on the same network as the vulnerable S7-1500 PLCs to deliver the malicious firmware without in-person contact. The Stuxnet attackers famously used tainted USB thumb drives as a creative vector to introduce their malware into air-gapped networks and ultimately infect then-current S7-300 and 400 series PLCs. Siemens PLCs are used in very important industrial capacities around the world, many of which are potentially very attractive targets of attacks, as with Stuxnet and the nuclear centrifuges, says Grant Skipper, a Red Balloon security research scientist. The ubiquity and criticality of S7-1500 PLCs are the two traits that motivated the researchers to do a deep dive into the security of the devices. 
To a motivated and well-resourced attacker, any flaws could be worth exploiting. The encrypted firmware means that without a lot of effort, you don't have any insight inside a device, so we wanted to see what was hiding in the 1500 product line, says Red Balloon security research scientist Yan Wu. The devices use a dedicated cryptography coprocessor to verify the encrypted firmware that's loaded on the device, decrypt the firmware, and let the device boot. However, we found vulnerabilities that an attacker could abuse to make the crypto coprocessor act like an oracle to decrypt firmware and then help tamper with it to make malicious modifications. Since firmware underlies a device's functions, the ability to silently modify the firmware would undermine all other security protections and give an attacker total control of the device without its owner realizing that anything has changed. This separate crypto core is a very rudimentary chip. It's not like a big processor, so it doesn't really know who it's talking to or what's going on in the broader context, Red Balloon Skipper says. So if you can tell it the right things that you observed the processor telling it, it will talk to you as if you are the processor. So we can get in between the processor and the crypto core, and then we basically tell it, hey, we are the processor and we are going to give you some data and we want you to encrypt it. And the little crypto core isn't going to question that, it just does it. Siemens notes that the vulnerabilities are not related to the company's own firmware update process and do not give attackers the ability to hijack that distribution channel. But the fact that any S7-1500 can become a firmware blessing oracle is significant and bestows a power that individual devices should not have, undermining the whole process of encrypting the firmware in the first place. S7s should not be able to re-encrypt firmware for other S7s, says Ang Kui, Red Balloon Security's founder and CEO. This is a fundamental design flaw and a significant implementation error. While Siemens isn't directly releasing any fixes for the vulnerability, the company says it is in the process of releasing new generation processor hardware that fixes the vulnerability for several S7-1500 models. And the company says it is working on new hardware versions for remaining PLC types to address this vulnerability completely. The Red Balloon researchers say they have not yet been able to independently validate that the vulnerability has been fixed in this latest S7-1500 hardware. Still, the Red Balloon security researchers say that it would be possible for Siemens to release a firmware audit tool for any PLC to check whether there has been tampering on the device. Since the vulnerability will persist on impacted devices, such a feature would give S7-1500 owners more insight into their PLCs and the ability to monitor them for suspicious activity. It's the same movie, just a different day, says Red Balloon's Kui. Does very complicated, exotic hardware security improve overall security? Well, if you do it right, it could help, but I haven't seen any human do it right. When you do it wrong, it always becomes a double-edged sword, and the edge of that sword is very sharp. Though Siemens says it is addressing the S7-1500 vulnerability in new models, the population of vulnerable 1500s in industrial control and critical infrastructure systems around the world is extensive, and these units will remain in use for decades. Siemens is saying that this will not be fixed, so it's not just a zero day, this will remain a forever day until all the vulnerable 1500s go out of service, Kui says. It could be dangerous to leave this unaddressed. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more security news at wired.com slash security. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. 
depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.